Little Bear. It's actually there. What you doing, buddy? This is 12. This is 12. He's 12 years old. Okay. Okay. Was off children. We got superheroes to talk about. We have superheroes to talk about, but we also have the fallen to talk about first. <gasps> dearly beloved. Last night though. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the memory of Nev Campbell and Scream Six. R.I.P. R.I.P. We right? They gave great eulogies. Matthew Lillard came. <laughs> David Arquette came. Who did you say? Vincent D'Onofrio? Our very own Wilson Fisk, Kingpin, chimed in. <laughs> Jamie Kennedy chimed in from The X Factor. She'll be back. You think so? I don't know, man. Um, I mean, look, Nev Campbell isn't producing... Nope. ...Scream the way Tom Cruise is producing his own career. So... I understand Matthew Lillard's argument because she is part of what makes the Scream franchise like the Scream franchise. But I'm having a really hard time reconciling that with the fact that like it's just gotta it's just gonna move on. Yeah, a lot of people are split down the middle about that because like, do we need her? I don't know. But at the same time, it's also like the principle of the matter. It's like she's the lead female in this franchise that they intended to be in this in this new movie. Mm-hmm. But they offered her an, an apparently an insultingly low amount of money for more work than the last movie. Yeah. Which is, it's rude. It is. Frankly, it's rude. I And I get that argument. So yeah. um, either come to the table with more or don't make more movies at this point. Especially since we are now going to get... Um, a lack like a lackluster uh shell of what they intended for us to see yeah i wonder i wonder how far in advance the production knew because like it started it got delayed the production got delayed by three days so i'm like do they have to rewrite the entire script in three days or like i wonder what the timelines are there or if they knew she wasn't going to be coming it's very interesting you're negotiating and producing it material at the same time that's i get it like hollywood is a fickle beast and it like the show must go on but like if you don't have her locked down why did you proceed did you right um, i agree yeah that's it's the timelines i'm very interested in what all the timelines are of this but at least we got courtney cox i guess which you know i, I like courtney cox but it's just weird that nev won't be there but i also understand if she's not there like it makes sense that she doesn't need to be there it's just a lot it's a lot of conflicting feelings. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like this will all get sorted. I hope so. Sorted. Imagine sure. imagine Sydney was the killer. That would be terrible, but imagine. Like, she's just like, <laughs> I fucked, uh, she's like totally fucked up about all of this shit and just drives her off the edge. She's Ghostface? Imagine. I think people would burn houses down if that was the case. Yeah. They would burn houses down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun to think about. It, yeah. It's yeah. fun to fantasize about, but I think it would destroy the franchise. Yeah, it would. <laughs> oh, 
hello. Speaking of franchises, yeah. <laughs> you want to do it? You do it. Me? That's hello, cool. and welcome to the full volume podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Harvey Marie Brent, joined today by... Jolie Marie. G.I.? <laughs> oh, G.I. Marie Jolie. <laughs> Sounds like a porn name. And we, it does, actually. Hello. <laughs> and we didn't we didn't come at you last week because, like, we can only play so many games. And, well, I mean, we can play more games, actually. But we didn't have a game in mind that was season-appropriate for the month of June. But Marvel's Miss... Sorry, Marvel's... It sounds weird saying that. Disney's Miss Marvel started on Wednesday, and so we got episode one. Generation Y... So we get to talk about that today. New series, new character, much like Moon Knight. When you know when Moon Knight happened to us, we were like, "Oh man, this is." They're just introducing these new characters, and they don't have the advantage of being set up like Falcon did, and Wanda, and Loki, and all these previous characters. This is our second series now with a new character that has a clean slate, never been in an MCU show before. Let's let's spill the tea, sis. What do you think of Miss Marvel so far? First impressions. <laughs> So first impressions, um, you open a show with The weekend, and suddenly, the, I, okay, I'm not tangent, but mm -hmm. like, it's, a, it's, a, it's adjacent, mm. it's adjacent. Um, <laughs> hate us. <laughs> why are we like this? Go ahead, sorry. Um... I've lost all train of thought. The weekend. It opened with the weekend and it made you feel. Oh, yes. It's it made right. you feel some sort of way. So, in like the last 10 years, I have lost all urges to dance on a dance floor in a bar. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even crave it. I used to like thrive on the cravings. And now it, it's just a big black empty space filled with cat drawings where that craving used to be. And um, suddenly the cat drawings just blew away and uh, <laughs> the hole was filled with the weekend. Um, and like, I got up and I danced. Did you? A little bit. She got jazzy. You know, I haven't heard that song in a long time. I've pushed that, that shit off my playlist for a while, but it's back now. Um, what was the song called again? Blinding. Oh, blinded by the light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Ba, ba, ba. <clears throat> so we now we have two uh, very strong references to the GTA, um, or two very strong ties, I should say, to the GTA. So uh, Kamala Khan, actress. Aman Vellani. Oh, that's it. Sorry. From Sorry. Brampton. Yep. And now the weekend. Who's what? Just going by weekend now, or his Christian. Oh. His, his government name? Yeah, his, um, that's his government name. I don't know, actually, what The weekend is going by. Is he going by a bell, or is he going by The weekend? I think he's going by The weekend. is he not? Or have I been out of the loop? Uh, I feel like The weekend has dropped hints as to whether they're going to change that or not, because it's like, you oh, know... Oh my god, sorry, Tangent. Speaking of Canadians, did you see Justin Bieber in the news yesterday? What did he do? Oh my god, you have to look this up later. Half his face is paralyzed. No, did he have a yeah. stroke? 
No, he had some sort of rare um, virus called something Hunt's disease. No, not disease syndrome. Um, and like he put, posted like a video on Instagram, and like half his face is paralyzed, and he had to cancel like his tour. Shoot, or girl. postpone, postpone. Sorry, just all this Canadian reference. It just. Oh, it's all yeah. good. I, I um I think like him, him and Avril Lavigne both have like Lyme disease. They do, but now he has another disease. He's he's doubling down on the disease. Uh, our girl Justin Biebs. I know. I, you know what's weird too? Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber lives in cottage country, and Avril Lavigne is from where I live around here, also kind of a cottage country. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both have Lyme disease because there is so many ticks in this part of Ontario. Terrible, yeah. terrible. It makes sense. I'm surprised not everybody has Lyme disease here. Yeah, be careful out there. When you get inside from a wooded area, just comb your body. Strip it, naked. It takes a minute. It doesn't take that long. Don't let Take a shower. Shit in you. Yeah, like, yeah, seriously, just do it. <sighs> Ugh, anyway, okay. Scary. So, yes, now, two strong ties to the GTA. Um, from Lyme disease to Miss Marvel. Uh, my first impressions, I kind of love this show. <laughs> okay, I was, like, thinking the same thing, and I was like, I wonder what G.I. Julie is thinking, because, like, again, after Moon Knight happened to us, I was like, what's... What are they gonna throw at me next? But I think I like the show. It's it's very like high school. It's a high school show, mm-hmm. but like in the lens of the MCU. Exactly, and um, I feel like it it needed some freshening up. Um, you get that you got that energy when they introduced America Chavez in uh, Multiverse of Madness, but you only got like a taste of that energy, mm-hmm. um, literally and figuratively and uh it's it's like the last vestiges <laughs> are uh, of uh that whole like thanos snapping everyone away and everything being so serious and uh world destroying is kind of like kind of falling away and we're we're getting we're finally stepping into like the the 10 years later world that they're sort of giving us and also like i feel like yes um but what i picked up too like you know when she's kind of recapping so at the beginning of this episode she uh kamala kind of recaps those events that you just said you know the thanos snap and how cool miss marvel or captain marvel was punching thanos she almost talks about it in a way that you know if she is the the narrator's voice but also the voice of the mood of the show at the moment they talk about it in a way that they feel like they've overcome the trauma of Thanos. You know, it's they're not talking about it in a somber, regretful tone. They're talking about it as an event that has been moved past. So in a way, though, I think that's smart because like you said, it gives the show a fresh start. It it kind of makes us a little bright-eyed and bushy-tailed again, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, the fact that Kamala is a content creator, um, <laughs> creating like gossip, rag style youtube videos about the avengers Avengers is hilarious imagine we started doing that like making fake stories fake content about the avengers yeah as if it like like but we i feel like we would if the avengers we would just flying around outside we'd be talking mad shit mm -hmm. it would 100 be like um what's his name rich 
Rich Lux. <laughs> We'd be yeah. wandering into Rich Lux territory, <laughs> just cracking our fans at the at the at the site of Hawkeye, just jumping around New York City. We'd also live in New York City, by the way. So. We would be serious journalists. We would be a Gail Weathers type. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would be a Gail Weathers type. I, I would, would more be like behind the camera. I yeah, I'd be wearing my colorful power suits, and you'd be fixing my mind eyeliner. I think mostly <laughs> making sure that there's no stray hairs. So the show, I think we like the vibe. I think we like the premise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then just in terms of what happens, do we want to do a quick like recap? Yeah, we'll, recap Yana Grande. Yeah, we will do that. Okay, so it, it starts with her little, uh, she's making her content for YouTube, and it's clear that she's like a huge Ms. Marvel stan. Huge. Like, um, which is super cute. I, I like that um, there's there's got to be, there's got to be fans in this world of all of these Avengers. Why wouldn't there be? It's crazy that there's not. And she becomes super powered, which is, you know what I mean? Like, we know that she becomes Ms. Marvel, so that she's a Ms. Marvel stan is like the best. Mm -hmm. um, so after that, we kind of get introduced to her Pakistani family, which is very, very cool. Um, mm. I love that it is not a typical depiction of a Pakistani family, other than like exactly what you would need to take your character across. So I don't know if you read the comics, but like there's a whole scene where like her and her family are at the dinner table, but it's very like, oh, we're eating curry. Oh, we're super Pakistani Muslim. Like it was mm -hmm. kind of hit you over the head uh, with our cultural identity kind of stuff. I think that's needed in the comics because the representation in comics, in my opinion, is very low. Mm. Um, but in the television show, um, I mean, they gave you exactly just what you needed. Like, I'm aware that she's Pakistani. I'm aware that she's Muslim. Um, yep. And they they kind of, like, check those boxes immediately. Visually, you can see that they are people of color, which is... And they... they, they I was going to say, they seem to balance, like, yeah, they definitely have the cultural... Their culture comes through in their, in their heritage, but they also blend it a little bit with American culture, too. Just the right amount that you would expect from someone, from a family that has moved to the U.S., you know what I mean? Like, they have a little bit of American influences, I guess. But they, you know, that strong Pakistani culture definitely comes through. So I think it was like a really interesting, realistic balance of what somebody in Jersey City would probably, because like you're in a giant city, like you're going to take up some, you know, American customs. Yeah. But it's, but they also, their their Pakistani culture is very important to them. And you can, that comes through. It's like a really nice balance. Like you said, I thought that too, actually, when I was watching it. Yeah. I like that it's not like, they're not displaying like, it's like not fr like fresh off the boat where um yeah 90s like model minority asian behavior was a huge thing they, they still wear their cultural dress they still um they're still kind of like a quote tiger mom <laughs> yep and they 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 talk about the brother um in excitement for his upcoming marriage uh rather than in a sort of like oh it's an arranged marriage kind of way. Like, arranged marriage is not terrible. No. To be it's honest. Pretty yeah. common in a lot of cultures. Yeah, pretty common in a lot of cultures. And when you think about it, um, 
if your family in North America introduced you to somebody and you married them, it's kind of it's kind of the same idea. Aside from the whole like you didn't marry them immediately after meeting them or yeah. before meeting them. But I mean it's not exactly the same, but you know what I mean. Yeah. No, it was it was good. So I yeah, like you said, really nice family dynamic there. That was I was fun to follow. So you know, Kamala, she, you know, like you said, she's a big fan of the Avengers. They set up the the family well through, you know, her failing her driving test and, you know, all this stuff. And you kind of get a sense of how the family uh, supports each other and how they interact. You know, they don't actually really blame Kamala that much, which was kind of funny. Would <laughs> um, <laughs> you expect me to signal every time I need to turn? Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> But, and then we, you know, we get, we get a little sprinkling of other characters. So we get, you know, her best friend, Bruno, who seems, you know, pretty cool. And Bruno really wants to go to AvengerCon. Well, I think she actually really wants to go to AvengerCon. She tells her parents that Bruno really wants to go, but she wants to go too. Mm -hmm. um, so we learn about her, her Captain Marvel cosplay, which is really cool. Um, you know, and then, and I think after that, we start, we get a little more into, again, the family dynamic where all of a sudden, and this is maybe exposition, but they get belongings from from Kamala's grandmother mm -hmm. back overseas and so her mom sees it as junk and that's that's the foreshadowing right that's the what is this bracelet and then you know throws it in the attic and of course that's going to pique the main character's curiosity typical yeah. <laughs> so that's our that's our foreshadowing for this episode mm -hmm. and then we get after you know Kamala finally comes cleaner her parents and says like look I want to go to AvengerCon Bruno, quote, Bruno really wants to go, blah, blah, blah. It's so Kamala and Bruno sneak out because her parents say no. Well, they do end up saying yes with some conditions, which honestly, I didn't think were that unreasonable, but like, maybe I'm just 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm just 38. Like, um, so she, uh, exactly. So her parents are like, okay, she really wants to go. So we're going to go with her. And they made her um, like in like a traditional like sort of pakistani i don't want to call it like you know that sort of like a tunic shirt yeah they made it into like they they made a hulk style mm -hmm. and they made one for matt who that's matching for her dad who's a lot more liberal than um than mom and yeah. he was all excited about going and then she calls them embarrassing and refuses to wear the costume and like breaks her dad's heart a little we're just, bit which is like she's 16 i get it but like if i was 16 and my dad was standing in a hulk costume mm -hmm. wanting to go to a convention with me like all right when do we go is this tomorrow is this five minutes from now let's do it like i i don't know i just i would it's sad that she wasn't more excited but yeah, but also, I don't know, she's a 16-year-old kid. She has no foresight, I guess. Yeah, and she needed to, yeah. Her her parents seemed to be taking an interest, and she didn't see that, which sucks. But but again, 16. So they break out. <laughs> they break They break her out of the house. Yes. Um, after hashing a plan that is far-fetched and doesn't go uh, as they planned. But they eventually make it. And we see that Avengers, we're skipping over a lot of stuff, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um we see Avengers Con is like sort of like uh, the convention that happened in Iron Man, but like cooler. 
Uh, I would say cooler. And like, I don't know about you, and I should have written it down, but I was like, in the background, I was trying to clock every single character I could see as a cosplay. Like, I saw Mantis, mm-hmm. Gamora, Drax, uh, Rocket Raccoon. There was like a Nick Fury. There was a Nick Fury. There was a, I mean, obviously tons of Captain Marvels because that was the, the costume contest. I feel like I saw... Oh, those little, on the bus, there was those dancing girls from Captain America and then the, the Iron Man dancers. Yeah, the dancers were there. But there was, a, there was an Avenger I'm missing, too. Thor? I don't know if I saw Thor. I, possibly, I don't know. But, I, I mean, I saw Thor merchandise. I saw Asgard Pride. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, there was, oh, that's gonna bug me now. And I remember, I remember, I remember to take a mental note. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to like, you know, hit every single one. And I'm only naming Guardians now. But there was an Avenger that I was like, oh, so and so. Oh, um, nope, that was in the cartoon at the beginning. I was gonna say Valkyrie, but no, Valkyrie was just in the cartoon at the beginning. Let's just say, well, you think there definitely was no Black Widow. There was no Black, but there was a shrine to Black Widow in Iron Man, which I appreciated that light connective tissue. Very light. Very light, very nice. Um, you think that there would be more cosplays, but sorry, folks. Not in the budget. No, I'm uh, kidding. <laughs> it definitely is in the budget. It's in the budget, but do you know what? I don't care. It's like <laughs> that era is done. Phase one and done. We're in our reputation era now, okay? Mm-hmm. Taylor. Yep. <laughs> Come on, ladies, get information. <laughs> so, after going to AvengerCon and dressing up, Kamala puts on her her Captain Marvel cosplay. Right, she dresses up, puts it on. She forgets the uh, the power gloves that Bruno made for her, which is so sad. But she ends up putting on her little twist of flavor, which is the the gauntlet from her her grandmother, the arm bracelet gauntlet. And then she goes on stage and she she models her Captain Marvel realness and then power starts shooting out. And that's which is interesting because I find most superheroes, maybe I'm wrong, but I find most superheroes realize their powers in private. I'm thinking like Toby. I'm thinking like, you know, Rogue in, in the first X-Men film. Like, it's very rare that a public display is how somebody first finds out about their powers. So... That was a little refreshing, perhaps, or maybe I'm just my memory's bad. I don't know. Oh no, oh no, it's good. It's yeah, it's a and it's a lot. She went deep for these references. Toby, <laughs> Anna Paquin. <laughs> Even um, I imagine all of the little X people, <laughs> all the little X people, they Pyro all... and like Iceman, just like you know, discovering their his frozen junk and freaking out. Yeah, they always, with the X-Men, they're always discovering their powers in private, and it's almost like through a lens of shame. Like, you know what I mean? So this is interesting. But, so anyways, it causes a big ruckus and powers and things are flying and Ant-Man's giant head is rolling around and Thor's hammer is swinging and hits the mean girl at school. And so Kamala is able to save her through her powers, but all this is captured on a TikTok. (laughs) Social media. The real enemy of, yeah. this, of this series. Um, yeah, so who's, okay, fast forward, whatever, she gets caught, we get it. The most important part, though, is whatever. Okay, let's not fast forward. There's a lot of stuff in between still. <clears throat> so it gets caught on social media, but the most important thing is she has powers. 
and she decides after a stern talking to from her mother who's waiting for her in her bedroom because let's be real mothers they know (coughs) are not dumb they fucking know she's been in your room since 8 (laughs) p.m and she waited she made tea and she waited she waited has your do you have covid again no, I'm at the last bits. <laughs> oh, cough. the on. dribbly bibblies at the end. Yeah, yeah. it's a scientific term. So anyways, yeah, it sets up a nice, I think, familial conflict, you know, about, you know, a woman rec- or a, a girl coming to terms of powers, but also reconciling independence from her family. I think I understand where that's going. It's a bit of a family high school drama. Mm-hmm. And you she's know, power through the lens of the MCU. Yes. And then we had a mid credit scene of the Department of Damage Control. And so this agent, this was an agent from No Way Home. Yes! Agent Cleary. <clears throat> oh, yes. Watching this, this TikTok of the incident at AdventureCon where Kamala's showing her powers. And so that's, that is the end of the episode, which I think drives the plot forward. Which, you know what? I'm actually surprised there was a mid credit scene. I was like, oh, they don't do mid credit scenes for the MCU shows. But they did. So... I don't know. I'm I'm feeling more optimistic about this than I was Moon Knight. Uh, me too. <laughs> it, it's giving me like, it's like, oh my god, this is now it's a world where we're gonna get a Miles Morales. I want us. I want to see a Squirrel Girl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she is all music. Um, but yes, it's like um, whatever the heck phase we're in now. Phase four. Phase. Yeah. We're, we're almost done phase four, I feel like. Yeah. What's the phase four capper? Let's see. MCU phases. Paging this thing. I think it's... I think it's... Did it all start with WandaVision? It started with... Uh, no, it started... Didn't it start with um, Spider-Man Far From Home? Oh. Because it was after after Endgame, and then Far From Home would have been, like, technically the start of Phase 4. But, like, no, Far From Home is, like, also not Marvel. It was Sony, so it was, like, confusing. Uh, oh, we cap off, apparently, with either the Marvels, which is next July, or Fantastic Four. Oh, which I heard just recently got pushed back again. Oh, why can't they make a good Fantastic Four movie? It shouldn't be this hard. What a girl wants, what a girl needs. <laughs> it's a good Fantastic Four film. That's what she needs. So, okay, we're about, we're, we're literally smack dab halfway through phase four. Like 50% exactly through phase four. Yeah. That's okay. the T. Yeah. Um, and I heard Marvel's is going to be Photon. Ms. Marvel and Carol Danvers. So cute. It's gonna be super. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And that'll be the end of phase four. Going into clearly secret invasion. Because from what we know, that in the comics, potentially this secret agent is a he's either clear or scrawl. Scrawl. That's it. And they're playing Nick Fury as Kree? Like an undercover Kree? Is it Kree that are in Ms. Marvel? Uh, I thought it was Skrulls. I didn't think Kree were, were here at all yet. 
No, am I am I mistaken? I'm not I'm not seeing it on the. Hmm. I need I need to update my dossier. I feel okay. Um, in Miss Marvel or in Captain Marvel? I Captain Marvel, yeah. In Captain Marvel, the species that she's protecting, they're not Kree. They are. Man, my okay. old age. No, they're Skrulls. Oh, okay. They're yeah, Skrulls. that's what I thought. Yeah, they're not Kree. Kree is like what? Um... Oh no, sorry. On the Kree Empire's planet of Hala, there's both Kree and Skrulls. In uh... Uh... oh yeah, that's the whole thing, right? Because they were in the war with the Kree. Wow, we're old. Mm-hmm. But... This all this shit happened in the comics like over twenty years ago. Unbelievable. The early odds are almost 20 years ago. Do you have any closing comments for Miss Marvel? I love the entire look. Mm-hmm. I've been watching interviews with the directors because they did like mad press junkets. And I love their energy. And I love the energy that they're bringing into the MCU. I love what this show is potentially going to bring into the MCU. I have some friends who say they don't really have faith in the show, but I feel like that's because they're in their late 40s. <clears throat> Potentially, I don't know, maybe they just don't click. I mean, no, that's wrong, because like, I'm old as fuck too, and I, I love this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I see it as, I see it as a very, very fresh take, and a fresh direction, and a livelier, more colorful direction. Is it a fresh take that maybe a couple people in their 40s are too fatigued to keep going with? Maybe they're like, I'm just, there's, they have Kate fatigue, but like, and this is a fresh take, but is it like one show too late? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe. I, uh, maybe <sighs> that's what it is, for sure. Like, um, it, I'm just surprised at how um, it's, it's only been like a year since we've seen, less than a year, really. But the difference between this show and, like, Captain America and the Boring Winter Soldier. Oh, forgot about that. Why did you remind me? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's nightmares. Stuff of nightmares. That made those six episodes of work on this podcast. We should we should claim with the government <laughs> because that was work. That was not fun. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've had fun since, but, man, Captain America and the, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier was... Not my jam. No. Not my jam, not my jelly, not my marmalade. It wasn't even peanut butter. It was not even my peanut butter. No. <clears throat> Sorry. Like, and it's it's crazy how far... It's not even been that long. And, like, just looking at the two of those back-to-back, if you put them side-by-side, it's like they're not even from the same world. Yeah, they, it seems very... Yeah, that's a big change for a year. Mm-hmm. Even... Even, dare I say, less than a month ago, when Doctor Strange mm-hmm. reappeared under the Sam Raimi flag. I, I finally saw it, by the way. Um, did you not love it? I love it because I love horror. Yeah, me too. I love, love horror. So that was very, and I love Sam Raimi. Oh my god, I love Evil Dead. There were so many Evil Dead references in there. I was, my seat was wet after. Like, I was so excited. You didn't bring a change of panties. Not, not to the Cineplex Odeon. No. <laughs> Shut up. <clears throat> they're still understaffed, which means their bathrooms are still a mess. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, had I no shame, 
I would have changed my panties right in that theater, but... <sighs> there was people in it, but I would have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, no, no. Yeah. Even even the differences, like, between that... I feel like Multiverse of Madness straddled the new Marvel and the old Marvel. They did. Yeah. I'm there, glad it, they brought it Sam Raimi. And they're, they're really trying to give us different genre of films slash TV shows. And, it, like, I was thinking that while I was watching this, because this is very... I don't want to say Degrassi because that's insulting, but a show of that nature and then multiverse is horror. Hawkeye was a holiday, uh, holiday series. Um, I don't know what the fuck Moon Knight was, but I mean, we do. We, we talked, it was kind of Indiana Jones-esque, but not really. But they're trying to give us different things. And I, th- I think that's helpful, especially these last few. Like I, I think some people said that like Falcon and the Winter Soldier was like a 70s um caper is that the term yes kind of but it just did not it didn't sit with me maybe that's just not me i don't know maybe there's people out there that like falcon and the winter soldier that's not us though no mm. well i mean on Here's about the thing. we like sebastian stan and anthony mackie and anthony mackie yeah and daniel Brule. Oh, i'm yeah. a daniel Brule girl you um, are but that show was garbage. <laughs> okay, like relative garbage. There's definitely like worse yes, shows in the world. Yes. I'm just talking MCU. It's it was like, you know. You're right. You're right. Sorry. But I, relative garbage. We don't want to get canceled immediately. No, you know it's that and Moon Knight were not for me. But I'm loving this. I'm liking this a lot. Yes. I'm I'm strong liking this. Not loving. Loving's a mm-hmm. sensitive term. Yeah. Just the, the art direction is completely what i'm here for it's just mm-hmm. it's a marvel <laughs> yeah it, exactly so yeah where can the children find us jolie oh they can all head to wherever they like their favorite podcasts in their ears so that's like places like spotify the art heart radio app amazon music we're there too however we don't dwell well with the devil but we there um <laughs> Uh, iHeartRadio. Radio. That's it. Yeah, one. Apple iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, Apple Podcasts. We're there. Give us a rating. If you listen, you can rate in Spotify now. So if you at least have listened to us once, you can give us that big old five stars because everybody knows that you love to listen to us jaw on endlessly about nonsense. I think it's comforting to hide in. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, <laughs> we're just saying it loud. Everything you're thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> the perfect ADHD podcast. Ooh, not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, that's where you can find us. You can also find the video version of this podcast if you dare to see our faces on YouTube on the Comic Book Syndicate channel. Um, it's the Comic Book Syndicate network. It's like at Comic Book Syndicate on most socials. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, that pr- pretty much if you search us, you'll find this podcast and every other podcast that we've been producing up until this point. Amazing. Yep. Gorgeous. Sorry we didn't bring you any Drag Race content. Oh my god, next time, next time it will. Yes, yes, yes. It's a sickening season. We'll talk about it, don't worry. Ooh, yeah, don't all worry, terms is <laughs> giving us a Okay, so until next time, keep it 
together, keep it loud. Keep it at full volume. Mm.